0: Hello brothers and sisters, uh, Joe Zenk coming to you with another Cup of Joe podcast late on Monday night. It is August the 10th, uh, but I've had a wonderful day. Uh, this morning uh, the Zenk family went on a, a family run uh, and we ran into Sheboygan. It's something we've wanted to do all summer and and. Uh, Our days, the days are waning. In fact, Molly is leaving for college tomorrow. So we had to do it today. And we each took a three mile uh, chunk and we we got in there and just had a wonderful day doing that and then helped Molly pack in the afternoon. And then Renee made a wonderful French meal for, uh, it was a birthday present for Bridget that she could invite one person while her beau came, and uh, we waited on them, and, uh, and Renee was the, the chef in the, in the kitchen, but we played music, and it just was a really neat. You don't need to know all these details, but it was just a long, wonderful day, and so it's 9.30 at night, and here I'm finally getting around to my podcast, which is a feast day today. We celebrate the Feast of St. Lawrence, so we're going to talk a little bit about St. Lawrence today. But uh, we're gonna go off script. We're not gonna be in Matthew today. If you are following along uh, and this late at night may be a little more difficult, uh, I don't know why, but you know, don't wanna get out of bed and go uh, get a scripture. So it's John chapter 12, verses 24 to 26. It become very obvious why this is the scripture, but John 12, 24 to 26. So let's break open the word of God. Jesus said to his disciples, oh, excuse me, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, amen, amen, I say to you. Unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just a grain of wheat. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. Whoever loves his life will lose it, and whoever hates his life in this world will PRESERVE IT FOR ETERNAL LIFE. WHOEVER SERVES ME MUST FOLLOW ME, AND WHERE I AM, THERE ALSO WILL MY SERVANT BE. THE FATHER WILL HONOR WHOEVER LOVES ME. THE GOSPEL OF THE LORD. PRAISE TO YOU, LORD JESUS CHRIST. YOU KNOW, IN uh, JUST READING THIS, IT'S VERY SIMILAR, ACTUALLY, TO THE READING THAT uh, WE HEARD LAST FRIDAY. And I talked about um, Francis's wonderful image of that first death and second death. That those who practice the first death uh, are, are the second death is nothing to fear. Um, it becomes easier. And we see that play out in, in the life of St. Lawrence uh, in what little we know about him. Um, so, what do we know? St. Lawrence was born early in the third century, somewhere around the year uh, 225, and died in his early 30s, um, believed to have been on August the 10th of, uh, of 258, so that would make him approximately 33 years old. And And the truth is we know very little about the life of Lawrence, but yet, Um, where he was buried a church was built over the top of him and it became one of the most important churches in Rome one of the seven major churches that people would do pilgrimages to uh, particularly in the middle ages here's what we know we know Lawrence was a deacon uh, at the time under Pope Sixtus II and Pope Sixtus II was uh, martyred for the faith. Now again, don't think like um, Pope Francis or Pope Benedict or John Paul II that that in a sense it has this rulership under the Vatican in Rome. Remember, this was still when the Vatican, or excuse me, when the church was still underground. And this would have been during the time of Emperor Valerian and the persecutions that were taking place at that time. So the head of the Church of Rome, which is the person we call the Pope, the Bishop of Rome, uh, Sixtus was the Bishop of Rome, and and therefore the Pope, um, the first among equals. uh, He is a bishop, as is Francis. He is the Bishop of Rome. That's his primary title. And and because that was the church at which Peter, um, he didn't found it. But at, at the church of which he headed when he died, tradition in the Catholic circles was that whoever was the head of the church of Rome seated that idea that he was one of the apostles, as other bishops are, uh, but the first among equals because he was the bishop of the church of Rome, uh, of which Peter was certainly the first among equals of the 12 apostles, and so it went, you know, Peter. Linus, Cletus, Clement, etc. Well, in the mid-third century, it was Sixtus, and Sixtus was uh, put to death. Four days after Sixtus was put to death, then Lawrence and four other deacons uh, suffered martyrdom also. Um, and there are two apocryphal stories about Lawrence that you may have heard Uh, And we don't know if they are true or not, but they are still wonderful stories. And the first is this. After Sixtus passed away, Lawrence knew that his time was coming. And so what he did was he gave away all the money he had. He even sold the, the chalice and the other vessels of the altar, got money for them, gave them to the poor in the area around Rome. And when the emperor heard about this, he called uh, Lawrence to him and said basically, hey, uh, I hear the church has riches. I would like you to bring me all those riches or, or, or lay them out for me and, and call for me because I have no desire to, to do to you what I did to Sixtus. And so Lawrence said, absolutely, uh, I, I will do that. The church does indeed have riches, and I will uh, bring them to you or lay them out before you and call for you, but give me three days to do that." Hence the, the reason that he was killed four days later, after Sixtus. And um, he, uh, what he did was he went out and he gathered the poor and the lame and the blind uh, and laid them out in rows and then invited the emperor to come and see and said, behold, Emperor, the riches of the church. And the Emperor Valerian looked at him and said, because you did this to me, you will die in inches. And uh, created a a large gridiron, or had a large gridiron, and uh, stoked it with some coals, put Laurens on top of it, and again, the apocryphal story being, uh, after he was in great pain for a, a long period of time that he was supposed to have looked at Valerian and said, uh, you can turn me over now, I'm done on this side. Now again, did he, did he really say that? Most probably not, but it's a great story and I sure wish that he did um, because I, I just love it. I love the bravery and the, the courage it would take. Uh, to die by inches like that. Well, the other apocryphal story is um, that, uh, oh gosh, sorry, that I, I told them both that these are the treasures of the church and, uh, and turned me over down on one side. Brothers and sisters, though, the bottom line is, here's what we know. We know that Lawrence, he died for Christ. And, and I talked on Friday about how, brothers and sisters, we have to practice that first step. We have to die to our ego, and that's so very true, to have to die to our own agendas, and live for whatever and whoever else around us, die so that others may have life, die so that the, they may live well. Um, but, and, and I, know, I know that to be true. I know it to be true. But at the same time, my friends, there is an actual death for Christ, a, a literal physical death that, you know, in America in the year 2020, in my life, we haven't had to, to deal with. I don't know what the future holds for us here in this country or in the world, but I know there are people that die for Christ around this world right now. And I know, brothers and sisters, we need to be prepared for that. And, and I'm not saying that that's where our world is going. That, that's not my point. My point is we need to be willing to die physically and not just to our agendas and not just to our egos, but literally die, figure, or to die physically uh, for the faith if that is where God calls us. Because that's real too. Uh, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains just that. But if it dies... It produces much fruit, like Lawrence. We know nothing about him, but we know he died for Christ. And on his tomb, the church was built, literally and figuratively. And brothers and sisters, let me leave you with this. Jesus said in our gospel today, whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, there also will my servant be. Brothers and sisters, how they treated Jesus is how they will treat those who follow closely to him. If that is what they did to the Son of God, why should we expect any different to you and I? We just need to steel ourselves and and realize that in following him that closely, um, there may be repercussions uh, that indeed take place with us. May we be as courageous, you and I, women and men, as Lawrence was those many years ago. Let's pray. We are praying, uh, we're, we're beginning the joyful mysteries today, and so if there's anyone or anything for which you would like to pray, I invite you to call them or that thing, that circumstance to mind. And let's begin then. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. and Holy Spirit. Amen. My friends, I would say see you uh, tomorrow, but really tomorrow is very short order here. So you may be hearing from me very soon. Thanks for being with us today. Bless you and uh, hope to be present with you on Tuesday as well.